Many workers on North Country dairy farms are Mexicans and Central Americans, and most of them aren't working here legally. So they lack basic protections. No one inspects their farm-provided housing. They have little recourse if part of their pay is withheld. And as ProPublica recently found, if one of them is seriously injured or even dies, federal work safety officials don't have to investigate. That's today's story of the day. Support for Story of the Day comes from Claxton Hepburn Medical Center, dedicated to providing patient care and regional services to the people of St. Lawrence County. ClaxtonHepburn.org. Hey, I'm David Summerstein. It's Thursday, November 16th. First up, the Clean Slate Act has been signed into law. It expunges criminal records for people convicted of certain crimes to help them get jobs and housing once they've served their sentences. Governor Kathy Hochul signed the measure into law today. She said it'll help those who have paid their debt to society overcome the many obstacles they face as a result. They're done. But when they reenter society, there's still barriers to housing and jobs. I say no more. Today, we're here today to correct that injustice by signing into law the Clean Slate Act. At the signing, Melinda Agnew of Syracuse told the story of how her 1999 conviction prevented her from getting jobs, promotions, and housing opportunities. For millions of New Yorkers, no matter how hard we have tried, we were denied an opportunity to thrive. However, with Clean Slate, New York will finally begin to dismantle these cruel systems of perpetual punishment. Attorney General Letitia James said the law will change the lives of many New Yorkers. But Assembly Minority Leader Will Barkley, a Republican, spoke out against the Clean Slate Act. He said it prioritizes those who have broken the law while disregarding the victims affected by their actions. A new investigation by ProPublica finds when a farm worker is injured or dies on a North Country dairy farm, federal labor safety investigators often look the other way. In New York State, OSHA, the Federal Occupational Safety and Health Administration, is barred from looking into injuries and deaths on farms with fewer than 11 workers. Many North Country dairy farms are that size or smaller. The exception is if the workers are deemed in a, quote, temporary labor camp. But ProPublica reporter Melissa Sanchez says the majority of New York dairy workers are Mexicans or Central Americans who are undocumented. So that definition of whether they're temporary or permanent is a gray area. A lot of people, including the bosses of OSHA, have interpreted them to mean um, a type of housing provided by an employer for a worker on a seasonal or temporary basis. And and I think traditionally we've thought of that as housing for migrant farm workers, so people who follow crops and might, you know, in the 60s or 70s have lived in like barracks on the property that were often in horrible conditions. But the And and back when those laws were written, the dairy industry didn't look like it does today. And there weren't immigrant workers who lived on farms in a type of housing. But it has this exemption for small farms. I guess like a big question in your reporting was why housing size is even a consideration and what that has to do with the death of a farm worker. Shouldn't any death be investigated by federal investigators? I mean, I would hope so, but it's not the case in much of the country. It's not. I mean, we should say that 
Not every state relies on federal OSHA to do this. So there are states that have their own OSHA programs and those states can supplement the funds and inspect deaths and injuries regardless of the number of workers. So that's the case. It's, you know, it, what's, what's really well known is like the West Coast has a much stronger uh, OSHA program. So California, Washington, Oregon, like th- there can be as few as one worker on a farm and the state's OSHA will investigate that death or injury. But in a lot of the country like Wisconsin or New York or Vermont, where there's also a significant number of dairy farms, like that's not the case. And I think a lot of safety advocates would say, yes, <laughs> this, this should change. This, this isn't this isn't fair. It's like a worker can die like just across the border from, you know, from one state to another and, and one death will be investigated and, and one isn't. And I, I think this law was this this exemption was put into place to protect the small farmer from from like overregulation. I think as a country, we really romanticize the small farm. It's like part of like the American ideal and. I think farms just look different than they did they do now. It was a lot of farmers and their kids and maybe occasionally they'd have like some high school kids over the summer or at night pick up a shift, but it wasn't it wasn't what you see today right now. A lot of farms these days they it will still be a small farm, maybe just five or six workers, but they're all immigrants, they're all undocumented, they live on the farm. And and farmers have just just rely on them to pick up extra shifts to you know their cows are milked three times a day. I mean, I, I think farms just rely on outside labor in a way that they didn't when the, the law was created. That's very much the situation here in New York State um, on small dairy farms and on large dairy farms. Uh, farmers say, you know, they wouldn't be able to survive with uh, immigrant workers who come and they're almost all undocumented. Um, what did your reporting find about how uh, OSHA handles deaths here in New York State and what the biggest concerns are there? What's happening in New York is similar in terms of the the accidents, the deaths, the injuries, and and the and the situation where where people live at work in New York too. So I, I think eighty plus percent of immigrant dairy workers in New York live on on the farms, you know, either on site or an employer provided housing nearby, which is which is the case, you know, in in a lot of these states. But OSHA in New York, so while in Wisconsin, we found example after example after example of OSHA coming in and saying, if the employer provides housing to these workers, that should be considered a temporary labor camp because the workers have permanent homes back in their home country, usually Mexico. And they and there's kind of an understanding when they got hired that they might come and go to visit their families. But OSHA has very explicitly said it would not consider employer-provided housing in New York to be a temporary labor camp if employers offered their their workers a job on a, quote, permanent basis. And and so that's complicated because a, a farmer can easily say, well, I offered this work permanently to my worker. But the worker... I, I mean, I don't know, like our perspective and what we've what we've heard from 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 academics and you know lawyers and other people is I mean the the worker can't be permanent if they're undocumented, if they're if their variability to stay in this country is 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 precarious. So but but OSHA in New York has said, nope, that's not the case. They, these aren't temporary labor camps, and therefore we cannot inspect the small farm. So the small farm exemption applies. People saw case after case of somebody getting hurt or, or getting killed. And OSHA saying, you know, hands up, I can't do anything, I'm limited. And and as a result, folks just don't call OSHA when people get hurt in, in states like New York. And and so you you just have this entire class of people on I'm assuming hundreds, if not thousands, of, of farms on in, in New York that 
don't think there's any help available to them if if they get hurt on the job. What is your what is your reporting tell you and what do you hope, you know, comes of it in terms of, you know, the regulations on dairy farms for mostly undocumented immigrant laborers? I think with OSHA, there's clearly an inconsistency here and it doesn't have to be this way. If OSHA found a way to check in on farms after somebody got seriously hurt or somebody died in one state, then OSHA, it's the same OSHA, it should hopefully be able to do the same thing somewhere else. And and so far, we haven't heard any response. We've heard some rum- grumblings from like activists or advocates in different parts of the country that that want OSHA to be more clear about what's happening. OSHA declined interview requests. They basically told us we are consistent. We follow our definitions. And they pointed us to the definitions that different people within the same agency like had different interpretations of. But but we 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 hope there can be some more consistency and like that hopefully OSHA would err on the side of covering more workers, protecting more workers than fewer workers. Melissa Sanchez is a reporter for the not-for-profit investigative outlet ProPublica. You can read her investigation about federal labor safety investigators' response to deaths on dairy farms on our website, ncpr.org. We have more news there all the time, ncpr.org. Music today by Christopher Watts of Canton and Eric Pasternak of Bloomingdale. I'm David Summerstein, North Country Public Radio.